Welcome to episode 19 of Land the Plane Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back again to another episode of Land the Plane Podcast. My name is Dustin. I'm Jonathan. And we are here this evening uh, for another brand new episode. Excited to be here and be a part of it, Jonathan. And the, it's a brand new episode, a not brand, a used one. No, yeah, that's right. It's a shiny, <laughs> shiny, fresh episode here for you. Uh, we're just two guys here, Average Joes, just talking about things in the Bible. Uh, this Christian walk, hopefully, if you're either... New in your faith, just getting started in your faith, or well along in the years, you'll get something out of this podcast, and maybe your relationship with Jesus will grow a little bit more. But, uh, Jonathan, how you been doing, man? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Had to think about it for a minute. You always have that dramatic pause when I, I think every yeah. time I ask you the first question of the episode. It's, yeah. Well, that, that way people actually like kind of lean in for the answer. So you put them on the edge of the like, What is he going to say? How's his week been? Yeah, it's been it's been busy, but it's been good. Yep, yep. It's time tis, tis the season to it, be it, busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this episode, uh, we we want to make sure we include this because we do not want to forget about it. But this uh, episode should release on, I think, November twelfth, which is a Monday, which is the day after Veterans Day. Veterans Day is on the eleventh of November, which is a Sunday. I keep thinking that uh, we're releasing this show on Veterans Day because I work at a bank. That's my full-time job. And we get Monday off, Jonathan. Aren't you happy for me? Really? Yes, we do. It's neat. I know you're happy for me. Just excited? Yeah. <laughs> totally. But yeah, so uh, but we want to take a moment to celebrate. Stinking bankers. <laughs> so jealous. So jealous. But uh, we do want to take a few moments just to uh, recognize the veterans out there and all those who have served in the military and, and, and given their life, uh, especially those who have given their life. But um, all the all the all the men and women out there who are serving our country and uh, making this place safe for us, protecting our freedoms. We just want to give you a big thank you, first of all, for that protection you offer and that service you give. And just uh, say, we, we honor you and we recognize what you're doing and the sacrifices you make for being away from our family. And we are very grateful for that. Yeah, and I actually want to throw out something there. Um, Go ahead. Last couple of years, I've been trying to, um, like when I see service people, uh, even police officers, firemen, those kind of things. Of course, if you see a fireman, they're usually too busy unless you go to the station. True. Um, but uh, I'll do a you know Instagram post, Facebook post, something like that with them. Do a selfie with them, and hashtag it. Thanks for serving, and it's thanks the number four serving. So you know, just going up to a veteran or active duty person and just shaking their hands and tell them, "Hey, thanks for serving." It's it, it's a big deal to them. Uh, I've, I've talked to a few of them um, over the well. A lot, actually, over the last few years. And uh, just that, and it's not like that, that's why they do it, obviously. Right. But just to just for people to recognize, you know, that, 
I think is kind of a big deal. So if you will, jump on that. Uh, thanks for serving hashtag. And let's, uh, let's throw some stuff out there telling our um, veterans, active duty, you know, even police officers, firemen, ambulance drivers, those kind of things. Those people that serve us day in and day out. Just thank you for serving. Yeah, yeah. We'd love to see those pictures and, and follow that hashtag and see see how y'all are doing that. So we encourage you to be a part of it. But again, thank you. Thank you to all those veterans out there and for all those active service members. So, Jonathan, I thought we would have a little fun tonight and we'd stay current in today's atmosphere of the world. As you know, it was Election Day last week. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to talk politics? Not at all. <laughs> I am worn out with politics right now. Maybe we'll revisit that someday, but we're going to go and attack the other great debate that's going on in the world today right now. And we're recording this in early November. And the question is, Jonathan, is it too early to decorate for Christmas? Is it too early to sing a Christmas song? Or is it Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm So like right now? Yes. We're, we're, Early November. Halloween has passed. The holiday season has begun. Is it okay to decorate your house for Christmas? And I, I'm going to go with no. Not yet. Why is that, Jonathan? You big Scrooge? It, no. I love Christmas. I love Christmas. 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 You don't even know how to say Christmas. Christmas is my the... favorite time of the year. Um, Christmas, it, it is my favorite time of the year. It's my favorite holiday, I believe. Um, so I love Christmas. And I will start playing Christmas carols really, really early. But I I try to wait till Thanksgiving. Because I don't want to... I feel like we skip over that that holiday. And it's huge. You know, I, I feel like if we, yeah, I feel like if we just start celebrating Christmas right now, then when Thanksgiving comes, it just turns into more like it's just a day of turkey and going shopping Ugh. instead of <laughs> instead of actually being about Thanksgiving. So I I, I would prefer I I think you should wait till after Thanksgiving. Well, you know, on the way here to the Land the Plane podcast studios also known as your extra room. We, <laughs> I passed a house that had some Christmas lights already shining bright on the outside. There like was outside? A, yes. there nah, was too early, man. There was a tree, and there was some penguins, and there were slips sliding across the ground. It was very festive, Jonathan. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, I don't know if it's too early, because uh, I'm not going to go that, you know, conceited attitude that you just had i'm gonna go with christmas is about jesus jonathan <laughs> it's never too early to celebrate jesus <laughs> okay well i'll go ahead and put up my tree in august then <laughs> no um yeah we go the real tree so we can't put up a tree but i know there's already people that are putting up your tree and hey i say if you want to do it and if you want to sing that christmas carol you know what? You go right ahead. You enjoy yourself. You um, sing loud and proud, and you just have a good time. Yeah, sing loud and proud so all of us can look at you like, you weirdo, you're singing Christmas music. But what is it about Thanksgiving, though, that you're like, I got to wait till I Thanksgiving? I already told you. But you just eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that may be all that you do. <laughs> no, see, I, I used to work in retail, so I have a little... Animosity, Love, hate yeah. with Thanksgiving. Yeah, I've been there, done that. I've worked, you know, that 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. shift on Thanksgiving Day so people could come by, 
decorations and, and gifts. And I just will not shop on Thanksgiving Day. I just can't. Can't. You can go the day after if you want, but Thanksgiving Day, stay with your family. Enjoy the food. That's my soapbox, Jonathan. Yeah. But Christmas decorations, put them up. Go for it. If you want to put that Santa sliding off your house, put him up there. If you want to, I don't know. If you want that, that tree shining through the window? I might be okay, because here's the thing. Sometimes, especially if Christmas, Christmas, especially if Thanksgiving is later in the year, it's it's early this year. Yeah, it's very early. Uh, it's as early as it can get, I think, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm old, uh, it's a little different, but sometimes Thanksgiving's pretty late. And like for us, we'll leave about four days before Christmas um, to, to go back kind of home um, in, in Tennessee. And then we won't get back until, you know, several days after Christmas, obviously. Um, so if you're waiting until right at December to put the tree up, then you've only got like three weeks. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's not much time to enjoy it. I hear what you know? So, yeah, I mean, we'll, we will, we'll have ours, I think, completely up by the time, like right around the day or two after Thanksgiving. Yeah, we usually go... We go get a real tree, like we, go we cut, do too. We, you can cut one yeah. down and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we do that, and we do it the weekend. It's of, the way we go green. The way go. <laughs> I hug that tree all the way back to the truck. That's right. Throw it on top there. <laughs> Throw it in a net. It's terrible. It's tree fishing. Truck call. <laughs> you got there. Fishing. You you bait it. You you throw it in the the truck. Put it in the net. And bring it home. Huh. Yeah. And if you've never done that, it's it's actually really fun with your family to go. You know, kind of pick out that what you think of is the perfect tree for your, you know, living room, whatever. And do we cut have time for me to tell you about the first Christmas tree I ever cut down? I I suppose I'll tell the quick version. Very it was when quick. I was dating my wife, my my current wife, and she said she was your oh before we, you got before married. we got married. This is our first <laughs> Christmas in a relationship, and she was like, "You want to uh, go with me to get." Her my tree, like she, she cut down real trees. I always used the fake trees when I was growing up. I didn't know the adventures of a real tree. And so we went and we found the tree. We cut it down. It was very much of a challenge. We got it back to her apartment and she was like, can you help me put it up? And I'm like, sure, you know, I can put up a tree. That's hard to do. First of all, it wasn't a quality stand. You need to have a quality stand to put up a Christmas tree. But it's some high quality yeah. Christmas stands. We had to tie the thing to the wall to keep it from falling over. <laughs> stuff. It was quite an adventure. But this is the first real tree I ever dealt with. And I had on blue jeans and I knelt knelt down in, in her carpet, like in her room, to get under the tree. And she had a dog that stayed in her apartment. Unbeknownst to me, the dog had urinated in the floor right where my knee hit the ground. And you hear this noise. <laughs> Like you, like a sponge sucking up water. You hear it, and there must be a circle of urine on my blue jeans, a foot in diameter. I mean, it wrapped around my leg, Jonathan. Dog really had to go pee. It was nasty. And then the tree we had tied to the. Mm, I'm surprised. I still do real trees, but I've grown to love it. But now they stand up straight. We got a good stand, and yeah. Dog don't pee in the house. The first tree, once we moved to Arkansas, the first tree that we went and cut down, because we had vaulted ceilings in our living room, so we're like, "Hey, we we can get a pretty good tree, you know, pretty good, pretty good, you know, size tree." Well, when you're outside looking, 
they they're not they don't seem as large as they, they really small. are. Yeah. You know, dude, we got that thing home. <laughs> like our, my at the time, Maddie was like six, I guess, something like that. She literally had to like stand on my shoulders to reach up and try to put the tree top, like the angel on top of the tree. And then it stuck out so far from the wall. We had chairs, like a recliner on one side and a big living room chair on the other. We literally could not see each other. We had to <laughs> like lean out to look around the tree because it was so huge. So now we go and, and I'm like, okay, I'm not getting a tree that's any more than maybe a foot taller than I am. That's right. You compare it to you. Yeah. Can't be really a foot taller than me and I have to be able to hug it. Yeah. Give it a nice And if it's a foot wider than me, it's probably too big. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Measuring Christmas tree. (laughs) See, people get stuff out of this podcast, Jonathan. So there's going to be people out there hugging some trees right before they cut them down and bring them home for Christmas. (laughs) It's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. All right. Well, I think we ran down that road probably longer than we should have. Yeah, probably. Let's pull back. One thing we want to talk to you about today is this time of year, just like every other day, seems to be busy, you know, and we get to that point uh, in our lives where, you know, especially if you're trying to walk a Christian faith, you're trying to trying to follow what Jesus calls you to do, and, and we always talk about having quiet time and spending time with God every day, and then we have kids, we have work, we have house chores to do, we have church activities, we have after-school activities for the kids, we have sports, we have, I mean, you can just go through a list of things, and it's very easy to get overwhelmed, and so I think one of the things we wanted to talk about tonight was, especially coming to the holiday season, because it ain't going to get any easier this time of year, it just gets busier, and so we want to talk to you all about um, how to, how to, Set yourself up for success, I guess, in a way. How to prioritize your day. How to make sure you keep God part of it. Because um, even at Christmas time, especially, we think during the holidays, well, we've got Thanksgiving, and I'm thankful for what God's given me. And we've got Christmas, which is a celebration of Jesus' birth. It's real easy I'm to I'm so keep. thankful for all that he has given me. I'm going to go buy a lot of more stuff the day after. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I'm thankful for this temple of a body he gave me as I stuff more and more pie. Man, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. <laughs> say that. But uh, what we just talk about trying to set up the priority of the day and keeping God a part of it. Uh, we think, like I said, Christmas being Jesus' birth, we're keeping him part of it. But if we really sit back and look, uh, I, bet, I bet we're not a lot of times. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to tackle this a little bit, Jonathan. What do you think? Hey, if you can if you can help me figure out how to not be <laughs> nutty during the Christmas season, I'm all about it. Let's go. Yeah, well, I think one thing we're going to say is is to to qualify this a little bit. We don't have this perfect plan in place. Like if you follow these ten easy steps, your your Christmas <laughs> ten. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if it's any more than four, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know four ain't going to work. <laughs> but maybe today. We're talking more about prioritizing and, and, and keeping keeping God first and in, in, in how and how we do that. So if you have a Bible handy, you want to follow along with some scripture, we're going to talk about scripture. Uh, we're going to be in Matthew chapter six today. 
Um, so you can turn there if you want. We'll give you a minute. <laughs> but, um, you know, when I, when I think about day-to-day, Jonathan, what's, what's some of the things that take up your day in this busy world? I mean, obviously, job yep. is kind of, you know, that, that takes up quite a bit of time. Um, in the afternoons, evenings, I mean, kids kids have um, sports, things like that. Uh, my middle child is in a um, play that is going to be at the the local theater um, here in the next few weeks. So they're practicing like, it's like three hours a day, yeah. pretty much every day. So that's a that's a lot of time. It's it's not a long period of time. It's only like four weeks, but still, that's that's a lot of time. Um, and then you know we start some. Um, we've got quite a few things going on at the church, doing doing different outreach events and then you know different events in the community, planning all those and and then going to all those and yeah. So it just gets gets a little busy. And I say a lot of people with a job they end up. Uh, a lot of things do by the end of the year. You got to have these certain things done or uh, plans done before you can really even celebrate the holidays. You know, it's kids programs, school programs, band concerts. You know, there's just so much stuff. And we always say, keep God first. Make sure you prioritize Him. And I don't know about you, Jonathan, but for me, a lot of times I get caught up in the day-to-day things that I just push that to the side. I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't, and I tell myself I shouldn't, but then I wake up, I start getting kids ready for the day. I've got four kids. Um, it, two of them get ready by themselves, but the other two, they take a say, lot of work. you're dressing those older two. <laughs> the other two take some work some days to get them out of bed, the five-year-olds. But, I mean, you're talking about doing all these things, and then all of a sudden, it's it's before you know it, I mean, I get I get angry in the morning, dude. <laughs> Just start barking out orders like, why aren't you ready? Did you brush your teeth? <laughs> Did you make your lunch? Did you do this? Did you do that? I become like a like a getting ready, just a bad person. <laughs> I'm going to freely admit that I'm a bad person in the morning. Some mornings I am because then I have to drive to work and you have a long commute and there's traffic. Oh, yeah. Then you get to work, and then next thing you know, you're like, well, I didn't have my quiet time. Maybe I should wake up earlier. And you're like, how early do I wake up and still function good throughout the day? I think it's a battle that a lot of people have because you always hear the preacher, the minister tell you, make sure you have your quiet time. Make sure you have your quiet time. Spend time with God every day. And you're like, I don't think you know my schedule. <laughs> yeah. It can be it can be daunting at times, um, especially when you're, you know, like here, we I mean, we're pretty much all out of the house, depending on the day. But like the uh, my wife and kids, I mean, they're they're leaving the house at seven a.m. So getting anything done before then, I mean, you're looking at at waking up five five fifteen five thirty, you know that kind of thing. And and I will admit, I am not a morning person. I don't like it. I don't like getting up. Um, if I could, if the bed felt as good at 9 p.m. as it does at like 5:30 a.m., man, I'd be I'd be in the bed at 9 p.m. I've always wondered why it's so much more comfy in the morning. I don't know, but it is. It is. It is. If you're a morning person out there, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually kind of a morning person. <laughs> I'm not a late person. I can't stay up late. But anyway, 
So, um, but it's saying okay. So we're saying all that, and we know we know everybody has the same issues. Why do you think we automatically push our time with God, uh, our communion with Him, our relationship with Him? Why do we push it to the side first? Like, why do we automatically do that? Say we can do without that, and I'll just do everything else. Because we don't think we need Him. Well, just throw it right out there. <laughs> I mean, you're I mean, not I, wrong. I think, that's but... the, I think that's what our, even though, even if we're not necessarily willing to admit that, that's what our actions are showing. So we might as well admit it, right? Yeah. Do you think it's a, I don't need you or a, I got this? Is that, I don't know. I mean, that's probably the same thing a little bit, but it's also, I think there's a little bit of difference. Yeah. I, I guess more, I got this. I don't necessarily need you for this one particular thing. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. We, I think we we're not dependent. It's like we're not dependent upon him. We're dependent upon ourselves. Too many times. Yeah, and I think, oh, I think we get caught up too with thinking that God doesn't care about those things, or He's not really involved in those things. He's only dealing with the big stuff. That my day to day life, that's on me. I got to deal with all that by myself. I got to figure it all out. And um, I think it's just some, some mistreatment. But I also think, and this yeah, is where we're going to Too get, bad that's not biblical. Yeah. Too bad. Oh, too bad. He's got me saying too bad. But, and we're going to be getting into our scripture about this. But I also think it's because um, we consume ourselves with those other things because they're, you know, they're right in our face. And, you know, our kids have to be fed. They have to be taken to school. We have to go to work. We have to do a good job. We have to do all these things. And we want to, we want to make a, great experience for our family life, our home life, and all that kind of stuff, a great experience for our kids. But I think we get so, so focused on all that stuff, and we almost, we think about that, we get overwhelmed about it, we get uh, anxious about it, we get, we worry about it, and so it starts to consume us, and we take our, it's like, it's like the sicker you get, you just almost stop taking your medicine. It's like you, you just, you just rebel against those good things. So, we're going to get into the scripture, Jonathan. Um, again, we're going to be talking from Matthew chapter 6. Uh, I'm going to have to put on my old man glasses so I can see this. But we're going to start with verse 25. And this is uh, Jesus speaking. Here's a little fun fact for you. If you have a Bible in front of you, you don't know this. If the words are read, that means Jesus is talking. <laughs> so just thought I'd throw that out there for you. But this is what, he, this is what Jesus says in, in the book of Matthew. He says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, uh, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Let's stop right there for a minute, because I like, I like to stop and pause before we read the whole thing. So here's Jesus giving this example of the birds, and, and talking about you got to remember the one thing you got to remember in your daily walk. One thing you got to remind yourself all the time is you are God's creation. You are His chosen people. You are the ones that He made in His image, and you are the ones that He loves, and that He sent His Son Jesus to die for on that cross. That was you. That's who you are, and. Now he compares it to, let's look at the birds. How do the birds, um, how do they eat? How do they drink? Um, what about your body? Uh, who's who's ultimately in control of those things? And a lot of times we think it's us, 
because we're the ones that go to the grocery store. We're the ones that go to the gym. We do all those things. And ultimately, though, at the end of the day, if we're his creation, um, he is the authority over those things. And if he treats birds the way that he does and he provides for them the way that he does and creates all those things, isn't he going to do even more for us as his chosen people, his creation made in his image? And the answer is, is yes. Doesn't mean you you don't eat and just you don't work at things, but when it comes to being anxious about it, worrying about it, obsessing with it, you don't have to. Sometimes it's just okay to take the easy the easy road. I don't think I quite understood what you just said there about the easy road. Yeah. Well, I'm what I'm saying. I was just being a little generic. Like some people, sometimes we think we got to do all these grand things. Like if I have company over for dinner. I've got to make this immaculate meal. Everything's got to be perfect. Everything's got to look great. I've got to make sure my kids have this, 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 and this. And if sometimes if you just stop and you let go of those things and just remember that that that's not the most important things in life and you can let go of that and just realize sometimes just grabbing a pizza is okay. Yeah, I got you. I got you now. (laughs) That's the the easy road I'm talking about. I thought you were talking about the easy road of just going... Blech, I'm just not going to go to work. No. And all that kind of thing. So I was, I was a little confused. There's some days I would like to do that. But, yeah. Uh, but he goes on to say in, in this next verse, uh, verse 27, he says, Which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? That'd be neat to do if you could, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really worried about how you know, whatever, so I'm going to live longer now. Yeah. yeah it doesn't work that way. I think it's probably the opposite. Probably the opposite. Yeah. Um, and this is something that, that I have to remind myself. I was talking about my morning experiences somehow. Sometimes I'm a pretty uh, pretty grumpy in the morning just because I get frustrated with everything. And then I get to work, and sometimes I'm already in a bad mood. But you got to sometimes let that stuff go. you got to be willing to say to yourself, what good am I doing right now? What is this, with my attitude, what I'm worried about, what I'm consumed with, what good is it bringing to my life? Yeah, And he keeps going, he says, and why are you anxious about clothing, considering the lilies of the field, how, how they grow? They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was, uh, uh, was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith, therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all those things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. And I think that's a great thing to remember right there, is everything that's going on in your life, there there is some things that get in the way. I, I call that the clutter of life. There's some things that's just really not that important that you probably need to do some little self-examination, some family examination, and remove some of that stuff. Um, but if our, he says your heavenly Father knows that you need them, and if he knows and he loves you and you're his creation, he's going to take care of you. He's going to provide. It may not always be exactly like you think it should be, yeah, take and, care. yeah, ab- absolutely. He's he's going to take care of our needs. Um, the problem is we sometimes get really confused as to uh, what is a need and what is a want, 
um, especially around Christmas, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, and I think a lot of this kind of anxiety about um, about Christmas, Christmas season, you know, all those kind of things is all wrapped up in, you know, keeping up with the Joneses and making sure that your kid gets all the newest, coolest things, just like, you know, little Johnny down the street is getting or, or whatever, you know, and, and you got to even decorate in your house. You know, you don't want to, if all your neighbors are decorating, well, then I better decorate so they'll think I'm, you know, whatever. So yeah, there, there is a lot of, of clutter to the, to the season. Um, my dad used to call that, um, that the wrappings of the season and, and not to lose, not to lose the gift among the wrappings of the season. Mm-hmm. And, and I think a lot of times we do all, all these things about Christmas. They're good. You know, I mean, it's, it's good to spend time together. I, I love buying my kids gifts and, um, you know, visiting with different family members and cooking big meals and, and all those kind of things that we do that we kind of relate to the season. But, but yeah, when is, when is too much just too much? Yeah. But I think here in verse uh, 33, he gives us the answer, Jonathan. He says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, uh, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day uh, is its own trouble. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. What does that mean to you, Jonathan? What does that What does that speak? Well, oddly enough, <laughs> it's about as real as what it says there. Mm-hmm. Seek God first. So before the, you know, material things, before um, even good things that we may do, whatever we're doing, um, seek him and his kingdom first. And, and it throws in there and his righteousness. So seek, seek the good of God first before everything else. So do you think he's saying that, like, the first thing you should do when you wake up in the morning is go have some quiet time, go spend some time with God, go pray, go read his word. Is that like the first thing we should do as soon as we wake up when he says, seek first his kingdom? Is is that what you think he's trying to tell us? Or do you think he's trying to tell us something else? Or is it a mixture of both or more? I think it's a little more, actually. Because if if you if you did that, you sought his kingdom first in the morning. Well, then what happens at four o'clock that afternoon when you get into a, you know, issue with your wife or with your kids yeah you know are are you are you hanging on to that and and obviously starting starting your day off well um it it can definitely have effects on the rest of your day but what if in every situation in every um conversation in every decision in every you know whatever we found ourselves in we sought his kingdom first Right. So when, yeah, in the morning when you're, you know, everybody's trying to get ready, rushing out the door or whatever, what does it look like to seek his kingdom first? Um, the afternoon when you're getting home from work and you're tired and you're, you know, you just messed with traffic for the last 45 minutes and, you know, it was a bad day at work and all those kind of things and you're coming home with your wife and kids, 
what does it look like there to seek the kingdom of God first? What's it look like at nine o'clock when the kids go to bed and it's just you and your wife and it's, what do you do there? Do you hang out with the TV? Um, you know, whatever it is, you, you just veg out yourself or, you know, what else, what else is there there? You know, how do we seek the kingdom of God first in, in every situation, not just, you know, at the beginning of the day? Yeah, I agree with you 100%, and there's so much wisdom there, because I also think about, like, a grocery store. You know, they say you're never supposed to go to the grocery store hungry because you buy stuff you shouldn't buy, or you get the junk food or the cookies. I buy stuff I shouldn't buy, whether... (laughs) (laughs) I love cookies. Every time my wife comes home with a package of cookies, I'm like, why are you trying to put me into an early grave? (laughs) But I love you. (laughs) Yeah. Give me a cookie. (laughs) But, like, in thinking about that... Is if you go to the grocery store hungry, you're you you know you, you're empty, and you're going into somewhere that wants to feed you. Like everything in there wants to feed you, and when it comes to the world, when you go, <laughs> I just what? I just had this this you know memory of feed me Seymour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like sometimes when you walk into the grocery. Like why else would you get so excited about a free sample? It's like oh my goodness, <laughs> look, there's cookies in that tray over there. Anyway, back to cookies, but. When you, when you go there and you're hungry, you're you're empty, and there's all these things in that store that want to fill you up, that yeah. that want to take the place. And I think about that on your on your daily walk with Christ. It takes a daily decision. It takes a daily choice. And you know, I'm not always going to be able to squeeze in quiet time as soon as I wake up. It's just not going to happen for me. I've I've tried, and, and that's not an excuse. I shouldn't keep trying. I'm going to try to keep trying. You know, and, and improve those parts of my life. But in everything that we do and everything that we face, if we go into it spiritually empty, there is something else that wants to fill that hole in our spiritualness right there. Yeah. And it could be anger, it could be hate, it could be disgust, it could be worry, it could be anxiety. All those things get in the way. But if you take yourself and you fill yourself spiritually before situations, there's times when I've had a rough day at work and then I fight traffic for an hour home. That I'm pretty, I'm pretty jazzed. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty ready to start swinging, you know. And I have to stay in my car, and I just turn off the radio. I, I just make it silence, and I'll sit in my car for a few minutes. Not because I'm dreading going inside and seeing my family, because they're the best part of my day. It's, it's because they would be dreading to see you <laughs> exactly. at that moment. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta spiritually refill. Sometimes I gotta fill some of those holes that I've allowed to develop. And I got to get myself ready and I got to seek his kingdom and say, God, when I go in this house, let me be dad. Let me be a good husband. Let me be all these things that you've called me to be and give me the strength and patience for it. And then fill myself a little spiritually so those other things can't get quite the foothold on me. But it's tough because it, it takes a conscious decision. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just one decision. No. But it's. It's decision after decision after decision after decision. After decision, yep. Well, I think we're rolling through this one pretty good, and this is such an important topic. And, you know, as you go into the holiday season, we want you to have fun. We want you to have a blast. Enjoy it for what it is. It is a great time. But remember, don't get caught up in all these things. And as we land the plane here, Jonathan, I'm going to land it. You okay with me landing this Land it. Land it. Land it. When we land it, 
enjoy the holidays. Don't let the, the stresses and the um, time commitments and the schedules and the busyness, don't let those things, don't let the day-to-day conundrum and difficulties rob you of the joy that God wants you to have, especially during this time of year, these, these, these holidays when we're supposed to come together and enjoy and give and be thankful and all those things. Don't let that be robbed from you because you're so focused. Take a moment every day before your situation, before what you face, and seek first the kingdom of God. This isn't your preacher talking. This isn't the, the wise old man down the street. This isn't your um, mentor in faith. This is Jesus saying, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And when you do that, fill yourself spiritually so you're ready to face what lies ahead. And I love that last part, the the last verse there. Don't don't be don't worry about tomorrow. Today's got enough worries. <laughs> yes. Tomorrow will take care of itself. You know. Yes, it tomorrow will have its own worries. There's no use loading them on right now. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for the night. Well, morning, wherever you're at right now, just go with us here. <laughs> It's late when we record these things. We forget what time it is. We forget when you listen. So uh, just enjoy our little banter. A little bit more serious show tonight. I think we're going to have some fun heading into the holidays. But this is a topic that if you wait till Christmas to talk about it, you gotta you got to prepare yourself. So we wanted to, to have this talk with you tonight. So got some exciting things coming in the future. I think we're going to have some fun. For, we got to do something fun for Christmas, Jonathan. Yeah, I think so. Something else for me to, to win and destroy you on. But, you know, I, I did. I was talking to somebody today. Um, I don't know what you said that made me think of this, um, but uh, <laughs> I I speak at you know at our church to kids and stuff, and so I was actually talking to a fellow podcaster, um, and uh, their their podcast is um, almost surviving motherhood, I, I believe. Uh, if you look up surviving motherhood. And, and then look for one that says almost surviving motherhood. That's it. And uh, I was talking to her today and she had, she had said that her, one of her kids, she was talking to them and they said, uh, in describing me, they said, Oh, he's the one with the really deep voice. <laughs> That's like talking like this, <laughs> you know, just, just one time, Jonathan, yeah. I would like to run into somebody and says, you know what? Your voice is my favorite on the show. <laughs> Just once, Jonathan. Well, you know, you gonna, can keep trying. It's not going to happen. It's, Probably not. not. There is a guy though that that I'm wanting to have on the on the podcast one day if it, if he'll agree to do it. I want him on here, even if if it's only like for ten minutes, because he has the ultimate radio voice. Like I'm sitting there listening to him, going, "Dude, I'm totally jealous." <laughs> That I'll feel real secure that night when he comes on. I'll feel real good about myself. Oh, shoot. Well, if y'all want to support the show, uh, there's a lot of ways to follow along. Uh, Make sure you visit our website, www.landtheplane, today to keep up with all everything that's going on. Of course, follow us on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, at landtheplane today. We're even out there on Twitter, at landtheplane247. If you want, you can always send us an email at landtheplanetoday at gmail.com. And, of course, you can go out and find us anywhere podcasts can be found. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, 
I'm a little upset with Google Play tonight, Jonathan. I'm just going to throw this out there. I was I wondering if you were going to bring this up. I am. I am. And the only reason I say that is because we discovered recently that if you subscribe to our show and you listen on Google Play, there's no way we're no you're listening. Like well, there's no way we can keep up with you. Yeah, they don't they don't do records well. They, yeah, they don't they don't tell they us don't report, anything. They don't report back to um the, the like our host. Yeah. You know, or iTunes, all those kind of things. It's it's kind of a strange and, and you know, I mean that's not a huge deal, honestly. I mean, you know, it's it's not. It's not a huge deal. But now one thing that, that is a problem is that um if an episode like they actually pull the pull the the episode off of like they download it to their servers and and serve it out there, which there's some other places that do that. But what makes it a little bit different for them is if there's an issue with that, like if something goes wrong with the transfer, there's no way that they really know about it. So you could actually have an episode out there that that Google Play is trying to play that's that's like corrupted, it's messed up, whatever. And it will never download another one. So yep. I mean that that episode could be be totally junk, and, and we it, wouldn't know. It. There's nothing. There's no way to to really know it. Yeah. Yep. So what we're saying is, if you love Google Play and that's your favorite podcast app, you keep on listening. That's great. I'm happy for you. But if you want us to know you're listening and you want us to be able to keep up with you, uh, there's plenty of other good ones out there. Of course, if you're on Apple, you're you're already probably set up with iTunes or something like that, Apple Podcasts. But there's Stitcher, Spotify, there's uh, Podbeam, Podcast Addict. I mean, there's so many different podcast yeah. uh, versions out there. You just got to download it in your app store, and you can follow along right there too. So, and subscribe. yeah, personally, I think um, like Podbean and Overcast. I like those two probably the best. Yeah, I'm using Podbean right now as well, and I've used Podcast Addict. I was a big fan of that one. So yeah. Just a little public service announcement there we wanted to include. Um, but I think that about does it for the show, Jonathan. I think we can wrap this thing up. Land it. Let's go. We already landed. <laughs> We're skidding to a stop on the runway now. <laughs> unload the passengers. So. All right, guys. We're out of here. Y'all have a, a good day, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, yep. whatever it is. May it be good. We'll talk to y'all soon.